passage of Scripture uh, for the Thanksgiving season, and that is Psalms 100. Psalms 100. So if you'll flip over there. I remember uh, when I was uh, growing up through the Christian school, and then when I was uh, the principal and the teacher of the school for 12 years, uh, we would always have different passages of scripture that we would have the young people memorize and uh, recite during different times of the year. And uh, this was one that just from a, uh, a kid, uh, an elementary age uh, child, uh, I remember memorizing this psalm. And uh, this, of course, was usually around the Thanksgiving season. And so uh, I'm going to just pull a few truths out of this tonight and I pray it'll be a blessing to you. So as we always do as our custom, stand with me together as we uh, uh, read. In fact, let's do this. We don't normally do it this way, but let's do it this way tonight. Let's all read it together, all right? I'll, I'll, I'll of course, begin. You follow along as we read, and uh, let's, uh, let's read Psalm 100 together. Ready? Begin. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. Thank you, God, tonight for just this opportunity to spend a few moments. And Lord, lift you up. Praise your name. Be thankful for what you do for us. And, and God, uh, we did not even scratch the surface of uh, all the honor and, and gratitude that's due to your name. But Lord, we just wanted to at least uh, best we could just to praise you and, and lift you up. Now, I pray that you bless us tonight as we take a few moments and look at this wonderful psalm here. I pray that you'd speak to our heart through it, and we thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Now, Psalms 100, uh, here's what I like to call Psalms 100. How about this? How to have the right attitude psalm. How to have the right attitude psalm. You see, uh, Pastor, what's that have to do with Thanksgiving? Well, let me say this. A good attitude will lead to a spirit of gratitude. Amen? Let me say that again. A good attitude will lead to a spirit of gratitude. You know, uh, as, as a Christian sometimes, I don't know how it is for y'all, but sometimes keeping a good attitude is a challenge. Is it not? I mean, you know what? Uh, if we're not careful, uh, we can get caught up in a spirit of, of, of complaining. We can maybe, and maybe we don't even voice it, but we thank it, right? Maybe we, we start looking at all the things that's not going the way we think they should. We, we start letting the pressures of life get to us. And before long, you know what? Our attitude isn't what it ought to be. And, but yet we see this psalm here sets a standard for the Christian by pointing out that God God deserves to see His children have a joyful and thankful attitude at all times. Amen? Now listen, folks, we're living in a generation of not just bad attitudes, but a generation where people glorify having a bad attitude. I mean, how many stupid t-shirts have I seen that say things like this? By the way, I hate this. Whatever. I hate that. I mean, what do you mean, whatever? I mean, you know, that just drives me crazy. Or or even they'll be so bold as to say, I like my bad attitude, right? Now listen to me, folks. Uh, the world the world is what it is. But that should not be what it is for we as Christians. Amen? And you know what? Truth be told, a lot of people will openly complain and pout when the slightest things do not go their way. By the way, let me just say this. and According to the Word of God, it is a horrible sin for Christians to walk around around with a bad attitude. 
Amen. Now, I'm not saying we don't have bad days, okay? And I'm not saying there's not days where we may not get it right all the time. But as a general rule, as a Christian, there ought to be the majority of our days with a good attitude instead of a bad attitude. Amen? Now, if we look at the Word of God and let the Bible help set our attitude, we can have the right attitude. Amen? So that's what we want to do tonight as we look through this psalm. By the way, if you look through not just this psalm, but all of the Bible, it's not hard for you as a Christian to have a good attitude. By the way, notice what it says in verse 3, The uh, several reasons we ought to have a good attitude. How about this? Just the fact that God created us. Amen? It is He that has made us. By the way, I am thankful for life. I am thankful for the gift of life. And by the way, life comes from God Almighty. Amen? That's why the sin of abortion is such a, a horrible thing because mankind is taking to their hands what God has gifted and blessed with, and that is life. I don't know about y'all, but hey, that's something to have a good attitude about. Just the fact that you're alive today. Amen? Amen. Just the facts we get to experience life. How about this? God doesn't just create us. If you're saved, hey, He has saved us. Amen? We are His people. By the way, I'm thankful for that, that personal pronoun of possession right there. We are His people. Amen? We belong to Him. Hey, that's something worth having a good attitude about. Alright? You say, well, I'm saved. Well, maybe if you're saved, you ought to tell your face you're saved. Amen? Maybe you ought to tell your attitude you're saved. Alright? Because folks, let me tell you something. Uh, Again, on our worst day, you know what? The worst thing that could happen to us is, God forbid, we get to go to heaven. Really? That's the worst thing that's going to happen to us as Christians. Are you kidding me, folks? We got something to be have a good attitude about. God's created us. He saved us. What else do we see in verse 3? This is good. Amen. And the sheep of His pasture. You know what that means? God cares for us. God cares for us. By the way, let me just say this, folks. If Again, that's why I said what I said uh, earlier. Uh, we just start counting it and start literally thinking about it, and we start considering it. Let me tell you, there are so many ways God cares for us as His children. So many ways He cares for us. And I'm going to tell you, He cares for us. Just as the shepherd cares for the sheep. Jesus said that He was the good shepherd. He was the great shepherd. He is the chief shepherd. And you know what? God cares for us. How about this? Verse 5. For the Lord is good. God has been good to us. God has been good to us. Right? In fact, let's just say it tonight. I like this. I'm going to say, uh, God is good. You're going to say all the time. I'm going to say all the time. You're going to say, God is good. Let's say it. You ready? God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Say it again. God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. Now, that's just not a, a, a saying we're saying here tonight. That ought to be a philosophy we live our lives by. Amen? That God has been good to us. That's something to have a good attitude about. How about this? This was mentioned tonight. Verse 5, His mercy is everlasting. God's given us His mercy. By the way, the only reason we can have a relationship with God is because of mercy and grace. What is mercy? Mercy is us. It is God not giving us what we deserve. By the way, never forget what we deserve. I said it Sunday morning, and I'll keep saying it, amen. But you know what all we deserve? Hell. When we start understanding that and realizing that everything we have is because of the the mercy of God, that'll that'll give you an attitude adjustment, amen? Or it ought to anyway. How about this? Again, verse 5, And His truth endureth forever. God has extended to us His truth. By the way, thank God for that. 
Thank, thank the Lord He's given us a source of, of truth that we can go to when everything gets crazy, when everything starts you know, uh, getting all, all foggy, if you will. What do we have we can anchor ourselves to? The truth of God's Word. Amen. Now those are things right there that ought to help us have a good attitude. So you know what? God deserves to see and hear the right attitude from us. Now imagine for a minute, all right, that God uh, in heaven is watching you and listening to you. By the way, you don't have to imagine that because He is and He does. Here's what the Bible says, Proverbs 15, verse 3. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. So you know what that means? That means this. What did God see as He watched us this week? What did He see? What did God hear when He listened to us this week? Amen? So here we go. Let me give you some things that will help us to have a right attitude. First of all is this. God deserves to hear joyful sounds from His children. Amen? There it is. Verse 1. Let's look at it again. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Now, when we say that verse, we're usually talking about singing, right? That's what we usually think as far as, you know, us singing. And I think that definitely includes that. But you know there's other things that Scripture talks about that includes? How about this? God deserves to hear the joyful sound of laughter from His children. Psalms 126, uh, this was a set of the, of the, uh, the, the captives. When the Lord turned again the cap, uh, captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then, then said they among the heathen, the Lord had done great things for them. Hey, you know what, folks? A happy Christian is a great testimony for the Lord. Not only that, laughter that comes from a joyful heart, by the way, will change your countenance, will feed your soul, and will increase your health. There's something about good, wholesome laughter. And I'm not talking about this wicked perverseness that the world pumps out there that they consider uh, uh, things that are funny. Amen? I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm just talking about this. Amen? If you as a Christian have the joy of the Lord in your heart, I promise you there will be some laughter from your lips. And there's just something about that. The Bible talks about it. Proverbs 15, verse 13. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. In Proverbs of 15, 15, all the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Proverbs 17, 22, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Now, come on, folks, quit taking life so serious. By the way, you're not going to get out of it alive anyway, right? Barring the rapture, all right? Okay, we're all going to, we're all going to, you know, uh, the, I, I saw a, uh, a license plate one time that said, uh, a life is short, then you die, right? I mean, come on, folks, quit taking, quit taking life so, quit taking yourself so serious. I mean, come on. I mean, you know what? Why are we so uptight about everything all the time? Learn to laugh a little bit. Amen? By the way, learn to laugh at yourself a little bit. That's okay. All right? And so uh, how about the sound, the joyful sound of laughter? How about this? The joyful sound of positive statements. Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. Let your speech be always with grace. Titus chapter 3. Put them in mind to be subject to principalities, to powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawler, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Folks, listen to me. Negative comments and critical statements damage the work of Christ and spread discord among the brethren. 
Learn to see the positives in every situation and to point those out in other people. Now, let's, let's face reality, okay? We all have negatives. Every single one of us. Okay, you live with me. You know what my negatives are, all right? If you live my, with my wife, you would know negatives because she doesn't have any, amen? So, <laughs> you know what? Except for my wife. Well, no, just kidding. You know, listen, folks, we all have negatives, right? Now, let me tell you what life is. Life is what you choose to focus on. You always going to focus on the negatives? Big deal. Surprise, surprise. Somebody didn't say something right. Somebody didn't look, you know, look at you right or whatever. I mean, come on, folks. Listen to me. You know what we need to do? God needs to hear the joyful noise of positive statements coming from His children. Okay? Be positive about things. Now, I'm not saying ignore problems. Okay? I'm not saying sweep stuff under the rug. Deal with things that need to be dealt with. But even in the midst of that, be positive about it. Amen? How about this? The, the joyful noise of encouragement. Proverbs chapter 31, verse 26. It says of the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, um, the, the woman there in Proverbs 30, uh, the virtuous woman. There you go. I lost it for a minute. Here's what it says about her. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Now, we've been talking about this some on Sunday night as we've been preaching about the tongue. But, folks, let me just say this. God should never hear you, or us as Christians using our tongues to hurt other people. Once you go out of your way to encourage people in your life, kindness should be the law of our lips. Hey, when people are around you, are they better for it or worse from it? What kind of, uh, what kind of spirit do you leave when, uh, when, when, you, when you leave a situation, when you're around certain people? Come on, folks, listen. We as Christians ought to be different than the world is. Amen? And we, God ought to hear the, uh, uh, the, the joyful noise of in, being encouragement to others. And then, again, again, this goes right along with what we've already been talking about. God ought to hear the joyful noise of praise to Him. Psalms 150, verse 6. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. By the way, you know what the opposite of praise is? Complaining. By the way, you know what God thinks about complaining? He tells us what He thinks about complaining. Numbers 11, verse 1. And when the people complain, it displeased the Lord. And if it displeased a man, it displeases him still now. Amen? And the Lord heard it, and His anger was kindled. You know, we as Christians have the ability to make God uh, for His anger to be kindled. By the way, you know what? I don't think I want God's anger kindled at me. I would rather His favor be shown to me, not His anger kindled. You want? I mean, come on, we all have certain things that if we hear or, or happens, it's like the instant anger button, right? I mean, it's just like instant, boom! You know what one of those is for God? Complaining from His children? You better watch out, amen? Listen to me, folks. God deserves to hear praise, not complaining. So God deserves to hear, uh, to hear a joyful noise from His children. How about this, verse 2? God deserves to see His children serving with gladness. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Hey, if you have an opportunity to serve the Lord, let me just encourage you. Do it with gladness. By the way, here's the mentality it ought to be when it comes to serving God. We don't have to, we get to. We don't have to, we get to. What a privilege to serve the very God of heaven. What a privilege. Why in the world would God, number one, even save us, but once He does save us, then would, uh, would, would partner with us to accomplish things for eternal value? 
Blows my mind away, folks. What an amazing God. So you know what? The fact that we get to serve God, and we don't have to, we don't have to, we get to, you know what that ought to cause us to do? Serve Him with gladness. Be glad about it. Be happy about it. Be thankful for that opportunity. I mean, come on. You know what? It is what you make it. I understand ladies sometimes working in the nursery may not be the most glamorous job. Okay? But you know what? Serve the Lord with gladness when you do it. Hey, here in a couple of weeks, it's probably not going to be real glamorous when all these teenage boys are tearing this carpet out. Amen. I'm sure not doing it. They are, right? I mean, uh, you know, tearing out the drywall, uh, insulation all over you, d- drywall dust all over you, you know, trying to cram all this work done, getting it done within a week, you know, but spending some late hours over at the church getting things done. You know what? Folks, listen, uh, we, we ought to be doing that with gladness. All right? Anything we do for God, do it with gladness. That pleases the Lord. Amen. How about this? Number three, God deserves to hear His children sing praises. Verse uh, Psalms 100, uh, there verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Alright? And there's just something about being able to, and it's all throughout the Bible. The Bible talks about singing and music over 500 times. Mentions something about singing and music. Now listen, folks, that is something that God, music, it, it comes from God. It's what God has allowed for us as human beings to do. And I believe the number one reason to do it is so we can praise Him with it. I mean, come on. Let's go to the book of Revelation. You know what you're going to find in heaven? Singing. By the way, if you don't enjoy church much down here on earth, you may not enjoy this heaven as much as you think you will. Because you know what the church is? It's a microcosm of what heaven's going to be like. Praising God. Fellowshipping with God's people. Singing to the Lord. All right? Now, I mean, hey, uh, you don't have to hear me preach up there. We're going to be in the presence of Jesus, all right? Whatever he says is going to be the best sermon ever. But I'm going to say this, folks. Listen to me. As God's people, God deserves to hear his children sing his praises. By the way, we don't have time to turn there, but Ephesians chapter 5, you know what heartfelt singing is? It's an outward sign that you're filled with the Spirit of God. That's what heartfelt singing is. In fact, you go to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, and the Bible gives the command for us as Christians to not be drunk with wine, wherein is excessive, but be filled with the Spirit. You know what the very next thing, the very next verse says? Singing to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Let me tell you what that does, folks. When God's inside of you, He's got to come out. You know how He's got part of how He comes out? It's through the song from your heart that comes from your lips. Man, what an uh, important thing for us as Christians. Now listen, it wouldn't, it, it's not a, it wouldn't be important if God didn't put it there. Notice here, come before His presence with singing. Now, I don't do it every morning, but a lot of times before I begin to pray, I sing. By the way, God can put up with it, alright, okay? He's the one to put it in there, so He's got to put up with it. But no, literally, you know what I'll do before I even start praying? Start singing to the Lord a little bit. And you know what that does? It, it, it primes the pump, if you will. Okay, it, it, it gets the it gets the prayer getting ready to flow to come to God. It just there's something about that, amen. So listen, God deserves that to hear His children sing praises. By the way, I think we do a pretty good job at it. Let me just encourage you uh, when it's time here at church to uh, to sing. Why don't you open up a hymn book and sing? Amen. You say, oh, well, I can't sing very good. Oh, come on, people. You hear me up here. I don't even sing the right words half the time. And I'm just 
up here doing my thing, trying to follow Brother Dave the best I can. Sometimes my mind gets going and I just say, I just make something up, right? Come on, if I can get up here and make a spectacle of myself, you can sit there and open up the hymn book and sing. There's just something about that, folks. As we as the congregation, by the way, it prepares our heart for the Word of God, for the preaching of the Word of God. Amen? So come on, open that songbook up. Lift your voice. God deserves to hear His children sing praises. And last of all, here we go. Let's close this thing out tonight. God deserves to see a spirit of gratitude from His children. Notice what He says, verse 4. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. And let the peace of God rule in your heart, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Isn't that interesting? The peace of God is linked to being thankful. Okay, listen. You as a Christian, you want to have that inner peace, that peace that passes all understanding. You'll never have it with the spirit of ingratitude. Never. You'll never have it. All right? And by the way, folks, God deserves for us as His children to have the spirit of gratitude. Remember what the Bible says, in everything give thanks. Not for everything, because there's some things in life you may not be thankful for, but in every situation there's always something to be thankful for. Amen? And that, that spirit of gratitude ought to flow out of us to others around us and back up to our precious Savior who's in heaven. I said it Sunday, I'll say it again. The, the two words you ought to say over and over, multiple times a day, are the words thank you. Thank you. You ought to say them when you pray. You ought to say them to other people. You ought to just get in the habit of just, just saying them just to say them. You know why? Because there's all something to be thankful for. All right? So, how to have a good attitude song. Okay, Uh, we're going to do it by making joyful noise. We're going to do it by uh, serving the Lord with gladness. We're going to do it by singing His praises. And we're going to do it by having the spirit of gratitude. Why? Because a good attitude will lead to a spirit of gratitude.